Hello, and welcome to the Remaking Your Mind podcast, a place where we deep dive into how reclaiming the narrative that plays in your mind through making small adjustments in the way you think can vastly improve your quality of life. I am Camille, your host, and today we'll be talking about how keeping a notebook or a journal can affect your mental health. Writing is a really powerful coping skill, but oftentimes the assumptions about what your writing should look like and what it means to keep a journal can really get in the way of people actually using it. Um, It's writing in a journal or keeping a notebook. It is not about writing pages and pages like all the time or every day. It's not about constantly pouring your heart out or, you know, writing down every detail of your life like keeping a journal, keeping a notebook, it has no limits and it has no requirements. It doesn't have to make sense together what you're writing or really contain anything specific. Um, The reasons that writing is such a common recommended coping skill in counseling is because it serves a lot of functions and it creates a lot of um, relief and like stress reduction and all those kind of things. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the purposes that writing serves and then we're going to go into what just different ideas of what you can do in in your notebook. So some of the things that writing can do for you is it can declutter your mind. A lot of times, you know, everyone's different about these types of things, but most of us can relate to it in some capacity that we have to deal with like ruminating or being distracted where like our brain will focus on something almost too much or you'll think about it for long periods of time but it doesn't actually serve any purpose and it doesn't actually accomplish anything it doesn't make progress you just kind of think about it and think about it right like that's what ruminating is and then also kind of the other a different component of that is like distraction like there's so much going on in your head that doesn't necessarily relate to each other and it makes it hard to focus or it makes it hard to feel like you're using your time effectively and those things are really common experiences and writing can really help kind of combat those things Um, and it can help your brain like just let that kind of information go and let that stuff that is kind of bogging you down be put to rest and it just eases your mind which can be extremely useful another thing that writing can do is it can give your emotional self room to breathe so what i mean by that is that like there is a million reasons why people hold in emotions and it is amazing how few people give themselves space to truly be honest about what they think and how they feel Regardless of how pointless it seems or how dumb it sounds or how repetitive it might be or how embarrassing you might think it is, like letting this stuff just be out and just kind of be expressed and doing it in a place that is safe where it's judgment free is a very cleansing process. Like emotions are natural and they're not anything to be ashamed of. And, you know, there's all sorts of social reasons why we don't let these things out and that's fine and that's like normal but a lot of times that has an effect on our mental health the fact that we can keep a lot in and so journaling kind of serves this purpose of being a safe platform 
where you don't feel like you have to keep that stuff to yourself. And even if it is dumb or pointless or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like you're still giving yourself that room to breathe and that can be an extremely healthy mental process. Another thing is it relieves stress, right? Stress is something when it's not expressed, it tends to fester and it can just affect you in all sorts of ways, whether obvious or not. Stress can affect your energy level. It can affect how comfortable you are. It can affect muscle tension. It can affect how affect like your immune system. It can affect your ability to concentrate. It can affect your mood. It can affect you know how you're relating to other people. Just on and on and on and on. Stress impacts you. It impacts your body. It impacts your mind. It impacts your you know emotions. And so relieving stress is something that is extremely important for your overall health, especially your physical and your mental health, but really everything. And writing is not the be all end all by any means, but it is something that can be very effective. And it is one of the many options out there for relieving stress that becomes highly recommended because your brain needs that, that place to kind of process um, things. So another purpose that writing serves is it helps you remember. So everyone is different, right, on this spectrum. And some people have the memory of like a savant. Like they remember every little thing. And that is awesome. Like more power to you if you are one of those people that just does not struggle with memory. I will say, though, that a lot of us are not that way, you know, A lot of us don't even remember, you know, what we ate for breakfast or what we did a week ago. And memory is something that, like, it's just very fickle and it can easily be overridden. And so you can lose track of things, um, of things that happened in the past or things that are important to you or things that you've learned or things that make you happy. And so using a notebook as a place to just jot down memories. It doesn't have to be these long-winded, you know, intricately detailed pages. It can be like the simplest of like just side notes or, you know, bullets or, you know, just like a little phrase. But like having a place where you keep things in order to remember whether it's just something that's important to you, whether it's something that you learned and you want to be able to apply it, whether it's something that made you happy, like having a place that helps you remember things makes it so much easier to appreciate life and to keep, you know, realize how much goodness is going on in your life. It makes gratitude a very different ball game when you consciously make the effort to remember those things. And so, you know, writing can just really serve as that platform to kind of foster joy, foster gratitude, because it is a record of the goodness in your life, or it can be. Um, Another thing is it organizes your thoughts. You know, maybe you're somebody who's really good at compartmentalizing maybe you're somebody who you know who's very precise in your brain and that is great but life is complex and there's a lot going on in life for everyone and it can be really easy to 
get bogged down by that or feel like oh I can't address these things because I have to address these things and whether you're somebody whose brain just cycles rapidly through everything that's going on or whether you're somebody who's really good at focusing on one thing at a time it doesn't matter like which you know way your brain works having something that helps you organize your thoughts whether that's your projects your goals your interests your you know what you're studying whatever that can be extremely useful and it can really help kind of relieve some of the mental pressure that can go on in your head. Um, writing also allows you to focus on what's important. When you make writing things down a habit, it helps your brain process things in a much more tangible way and it also helps you identify what's important to you because either you're writing down and tracking those things that stand out to you and so it helps you like recognize those patterns of this is what's important or maybe you're you don't have that awareness you don't necessarily know exactly what is most important to you mentally and emotionally but when you make writing a habit you're able to go back and read those things and then start to identify patterns and go oh okay like I really focus on you know this relationship or I really focus on this project or I really think a lot about this particular thing and it helps you see like wow this is important because I you know I spend a lot of time on it Um, and so that can be a very useful function. The other thing that it does is it creates a platform for tangible problem solving. So what I mean by that is that a lot of times when there's an issue in your life, whether it's something super simple like, you know, I don't know, the dishwasher broke and you need to figure out how you're going to fix it, or whether it's something more abstract where you feel tension in one of your you know, friendships or relationships and you're trying to figure out, you know, what needs to happen in order for you guys to be in a better place, like, your brain will think a lot about how do I solve this problem? What do I need to do? What do I need to say? Who do I need to talk to? And it just, you know, you, your brain wants to help you. It wants to serve you. It wants to, you know, be productive. And so you'll think a lot about how am I going to solve this problem? And even if you come to a valid solution, if that solution is not something that you can immediately act upon, chances are you're going to think about that all over again. And sometimes you'll just focus on the solution, but other times your brain will go through that whole problem solving process again and again and again. And even though you have a solution, because that solution has not been acted on, your brain will try to operate in the problem solving you know, mechanism. And that can get very tiring. It can get very distracting. It can do all of these things to your mental health. And so when you write things down, it creates a tangible process. It creates something where it's telling your brain that we are making progress. We are moving forward. We are doing something about this problem. And so even if you're still in a situation where you cannot immediately fix whatever it is that's not working, just the fact that you put forth the effort to write down like how you felt about it, what the potential solutions are, and that whole process has left your brain and is on something else, that can be extremely useful. It can kind of create a certain level of um, 
resolution that you wouldn't have otherwise. And that can help with stress relief and all these other things, right? They're kind of interconnected. So those are just some of the reasons why um, writing is something that is so highly recommended um, in counseling. And now we're going to move on and just talk a little bit about some of the different things that you can do um, in your notebook. So I want to preface this by saying, like, none of this is required, right? All of these are just recommendations. And you can do or not do any of these that you want. Um, I just put out these recommendations to just hopefully kind of inspire you and help you see that you have like a lot of options and then you just see where it goes for you. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a decent list, but it's not like a fully exhaustive list. Obviously there's a lot more options out there than what I'm about to share with you. Um, so I'm just going to get into it. So, some of the things that you can do in your notebook, besides just the regular like day-to-day like writing about your life, which for some people is very helpful and for some people it really isn't. Like some people find writing about your day really boring and that is totally okay. You are not required to, you know, write the novel that is your life. Um, in that case, I tend to recommend doing a like like, um, bullet point list. Like if you want to write about your day, but you don't want to write, you know, this big novel, a lot of times just writing tiny little things, whether it's like an inside joke that your friends have, or, you know, a particularly good meal at a restaurant. Like you can like write down just like tiny notes about that day. And sometimes that's significantly more effective because you're writing down the things that matter most to you and you're writing down the things that were significant to you and that can be enough a lot of times especially because it again it kind of comes back to that gratitude thing right of like keeping track of the things in life that you're grateful for that you appreciate um so anyways so the next one is kind of similar kind of not and it's a pretty basic concept but it's actually extremely effective which is brain dumping right so you know like i touched on before it's very easy for there to be a lot going on in your head um, and for there to be, you know, different subjects or unrelated subjects or deep diving into one specific subject, whatever it is, a lot of times your brain has a lot going on and that can happen, you know, at any time of day. But writing can be really effective because it can just allow you to dump those things. Again, you don't have to write paragraphs. You can just write little bullet points. In fact, you know, if writing paragraphs is what works best for you, like awesome, go for it. But I personally, it's been my experience both in my personal life and with helping other people through this, that a lot of times just writing down the little the little bits helps a lot more than writing down like pages and pages. Um, because a lot of times what's going on in your head isn't necessarily related to each other. And so doing it as like kind of a bullet list helps you like recognize that okay just because it isn't related doesn't mean it isn't going on and it's okay that it's not related like it it helps your brain kind of relieve that relieve that pressure so yeah brain dumping is just like seeing anything and everything that's on your mind regardless of how connected or disconnected it is and you're just letting it all out um this is a process that i tend to recommend doing at certain times of day, um, just kind of dependent on your, 
your lifestyle. So like, for example, I am a counselor and I spend all day at work helping other people process their emotions and helping them, you know, find solutions to their problems and talking them through all sorts of stuff. So it's very, um, I need to be very present. I need to be very engaged. I need to be able to put my stuff aside so that I can focus completely on their stuff and, you know, and serve that role. Right. And so for me, brain dumping is something that I do almost every morning because I want to make sure that my stuff isn't getting in the way of me doing my job and doing it well. I want to make sure that I am able to show up 100% for the people who are coming in that I'm there to support. And I can't do that if my brain is being bogged down by all of my stuff. My stuff needs to be out of the way. And so, you know, in the morning is oftentimes a really good time to do a brain dump because it creates all that release so that you can then focus. Okay, now that I've released all these things, they don't have to constantly be badgering me or cycling back around and I can just focus and I can focus on what's important. Um, Another time of day that can be very useful for people is either right after work or shortly before bed. Um, Because the one with right after work, oftentimes work has its own stresses, it has its own stuff going on, and people need time to process that stuff, and need time to kind of just think through that stuff, and they don't always have that time during work to do that, and so they do it after work, Um, and so doing these kind of brain dumps after work can kind of help you go through that process um, pretty effectively, and then it can allow you to actually enjoy your personal time more versus having your brain continue to focus on work during your personal time. Um, So that's why that one, you know, can sometimes be pretty effective. And then uh, obviously the one before bed is like dependent on if you're somebody, if you're somebody who falls asleep really easily, doesn't have any problems with that. Okay, great. Like this particular time of day, maybe not, maybe won't work for you. But plenty of people struggle to fall asleep when they're stressed or they're anxious or they're worried or they are thinking about, oh, I have to do this tomorrow. I have to do that tomorrow or I should have got this done today. And your brain just like just like rapid fires like all this stuff before you go to bed. And oftentimes it can make you go to either have it so that you struggle to sleep or it makes you go to bed feeling anxious or worried or upset or just not at peace. And so a lot of times doing a brain dump before bed can help your brain kind of be at peace of like, okay, yes, I've expressed all these things. I have them written down. I can refer to them in the morning. So I don't have to stress about them right this second. I know that that will be there for me to reference and work through in the morning. And that can create a level of peace that can be pretty helpful. So the next one is, um, I'm just going to move on because I spent a lot of time on that. Uh, the next thing that you can do is take an inventory. And what I mean by that is take an inventory of your life, of your lifestyle. Like, how am I spending my time? What does my schedule look like? And, you know, is that effective? And then take an inventory of, you know, your emotions. Are you frequently stressed? Are you frequently anxious? Are you frequently you know, emotionally exhausted? Or are you frequently happy and excited and, you know, all these good things? And you can kind of look at your schedule, your routines, and then your emotions. And you'll see 
kind of correlations or you'll see patterns or like, oh, you know, on Thursdays, I'm always really stressed. Okay, well, what is happening on Thursdays? Or, oh, you know, Wednesdays, I'm really grumpy. Okay, well, is it because of something that happens on Wednesday or is it because of something you know is going to happen on Thursday, right? And you can kind of identify these patterns in your life and that can really bring a lot of insight and it can really help you grow as a person because it can be what sets you off into making those small adjustments towards a more fulfilling life. So taking an inventory of what's going on, you know, I know there's a lot of different versions of taking an inventory, but those are the ones that um, I tend to recommend as some of the things that you can do in your journal. Uh, another thing you can do is make lists, right? Whether that's lists of movies you want to watch or lists of things you want to, you know, clean or books you want to read or whatever it is a lot of times you have all this information in your head that is just sitting there kind of like not festering but kind of like on the back burner like it's stuff that you don't want to forget stuff that's important to you in some capacity but you don't have the time or energy to address it right now so it just kind of sits there and then more and more and more of it collects and collects and you and it's like you retain it all because you don't want to lose any of it but that can kind of create pressure and stress in its own way and distraction in its own way because you can only think about and remember so much and so making lists is a really good way to kind of dump a lot of that excess information and then help your brain not be so bogged down by those things Uh, another thing you can do is you can flesh out goals Right. Most of us or a lot of us have goals in some way, whether that's, you know, how much money we want to have in savings or um, the different art projects we want to do or the different books we want to read or the different mountains we want to climb. Like all of us have goals and those can take up a lot of mental energy. Um, And so like figuring out, okay, what are my goals? What are my priorities? And then what are my, you know, manageable, tangible steps to take in order to accomplish that goal? And having somewhere where that information is put down can be very effective and helpful. Another thing you can do is you can track your progress. Um, Whether that is progress in specific projects, whether that's projects in fine or progress in finances, whether that's progress in you know, the books you're reading, like it doesn't matter. Um, Or maybe it's progress in your health. If you have like health stuff that you want to focus on or do, um, tracking your progress can really help you recognize that the day-to-day grind is not pointless. It's not, you know, a waste of time. It is something that is helping you move forward in life. There's times where, you know, having the standard nine to five job and, only having time to do certain activities and all of that can kind of get you down emotionally and you can kind of feel like what am I doing with my time or am I not using my time effectively because sometimes progress is slow and that can be discouraging in its own way and so having a place where you are tracking your progress can help you identify that like no I'm not wasting my time and yes I have accomplished a lot and I should be you know happy with what I've managed to do um, the other thing you can do in your notebook or in your journal is to take notes 
take just take notes right whether it's something you watched on youtube whether it's something you read in a book whether it's you know studying scripture whether it's conversations you had with your friends or movies you watched or music you listened to or whatever like it's endless but taking notes and like interacting with the information that you have can be very mentally and emotionally healthy um another thing is you can doodle right or draw or whatever like you do not have to be an artist (laughs) you do not have to be an expert you do not have to feel like you know you're some kind of visionary like you can explore visual expression as much or as little as you want as goofy and ridiculous looking as you please like Art is not um, confined to artists and writing, you know, just like writing is not confined to authors, right? Like, like doodling is just one of those things that even if you don't consider yourself someone who has any artistic talent whatsoever, it can still create a lot of mental and emotional release when you allow yourself to just explore kind of your visual side of things. Um, So that's something I definitely recommend, you know, and you can also just draw whatever appeals to you. I mean, you can draw, you know, if you enjoy interior decorating, you can draw like, I don't know what you call those blueprints of and like designs of how a place should look. Or, you know, if you are really into the outdoors, you can draw like plants and botanical stuff and mountains and whatever or you know maybe you just like cute things and you just draw little like chibis or bunnies or something I don't know it doesn't matter right it doesn't it does it just really does not matter like whatever appeals to you and your brain whether it's a stick figure or whether it's like the Mona Lisa like just do it and that can also just really create a lot of um relief in your head And the next thing is um, something I touched on before, but keeping track of things you're grateful for. Gratitude is a really, really powerful thing and a very profound thing. And it is hard to remember to be grateful for life a lot of times. So when you write down what you're grateful for, whether it was a conversation or a moment or an interaction or you know a present like it doesn't matter whatever it was that you are grateful for in life keeping track of those things it's a game changer it really helps you shift your perspective and helps you recognize that regardless of how much stress goes on in life regardless of how many things in life fall short of what you think they should be your life is full of goodness and greatness and you have so much to be grateful for And the more you keep track of what you're grateful for and express that gratitude, the easier it is to continue to be grateful. It's something that definitely has a compounding effect. And so it's something that I definitely recommend to absolutely anybody. Um, The next thing is having a journal, keeping a notebook is a place where you should really try your best to be honest you know, being honest is an extremely powerful thing. Even if it's like emotions or thoughts or feelings that you're ashamed of or that you feel like you shouldn't think or you shouldn't feel or things that you think will make somebody else angry or whatever it is, like 
being honest with yourself is extremely powerful and extremely healthy. And sometimes you just need to cleanse yourself of that gunk that kind of gets stuck in you. And so, you know, even if it's repetitive, even if it's boring, even if, you know, you think, wow, this is, this is dumb. Like it's dumb that I, that I feel this way or that I think these things like letting that stuff out is so healthy because especially in a, in a situation like a notebook where there's nobody there to judge you, nobody else is going to read it. I mean, it's completely and 100% for you, for you and no one else. And only if you decide to share it with someone, will it be exposed to the world? And that can be very helpful. Is just knowing that like your thoughts, no matter how mundane, no matter how ridiculous, are safe and they are away from the judgment of others can be a very emotionally impactful thing. So next, you can pour out ideas. Um, whether it's a ridiculous idea for a new invention, whether it's an idea for what you want to cook next week, whether it's an idea of where you want to go with your friends, you know, it doesn't matter what the ideas are, project related, personal related, socially related. Like a lot of us tend to have ideas that go in our head and having a place to write those down can be pretty helpful. Um, another thing you can do is experiment with writing prompts. You know, this one definitely isn't everybody's cup of tea and it's one that, you know, only do if you feel like you're going to genuinely enjoy it. But there's a lot of writing prompts out there, whether that's self-exploration or fiction writing or, you know, whatever that can help help kind of spark um, creativity and, and spark just like different ways of thinking. And that can, the process of that can be pretty cool and can just kind of give you something interesting and new to do and to explore yourself. Um, another thing you can do, which I was actually considering of doing a whole episode on, um, just because it can be such a strong therapeutic tool is writing letters. These letters do not have to see the time of the, the time of day, the light of day. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, they don't have to be sent to the person that you are writing them to, but it kind of comes back to that honesty thing is like, closure is not always the easiest thing and you know sometimes you struggle in a relationship with someone whether that's with god whether that's with you know a sibling or a relative or a friend or you know who you're dating or someone you used to date or like a coworker. like it just goes on and on all these relationships you have in your life and you know, relationships are not perfect and you're not perfect. And there's going to be things that happen or that were said or that were done that can be hard. They can be hard to process or they can be hard not to feel pain from. And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes that pain doesn't go away or it takes a long time to heal from. Where somebody did something in your relationship and you didn't feel safe or comfortable, or whatever it was in confronting them about what they did. But even though that was in the past, you're still hurt. You're still hurt by that, that moment, or that experience, or that decision, or whatever. And you never experience that closure, whether, you know, sometimes you need that closure with that other person, and, and closure is not something that you can do on your own. But other times, just acknowledging 
how you felt and why you felt that way and why it still hurts can create that closure that you need in order to move forward. And so writing letters can be very um, impactful because it can be a platform for closure. And then, you know, you have that, you have that, that thing written out where you are honest about what's going on with you and why. And then you can decide at any point, you know, maybe that letter is just for your eyes and your eyes only forever. Or maybe one day you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to tell this person the truth about how they made me feel and why they made me feel that way so that we can move forward or at least let this go. And so you have that available to you. So that is always an option that I um, highly encourage people in, in that um, I will probably make another maybe short episode on later on. Another thing you can do, this is definitely a more visual one, um, is create collages, right? Whether it's pictures on your phone or, you know, pictures you find on the internet or whatever, um, having visuals in your notebook Um, Whether that's like places that you want to visit or things that you want to make or, you know, whatever, whatever it is can be, um, can create a lot of like satisfaction or content peace. I don't know what word I'm looking for there. Um, But it can kind of help you process some of those things and kind of let some of those things out. So yeah, making collages or just using pictures in general um, in your notebook is definitely something that can be very helpful. Um, we are almost done. So another one, we have two more and then we'll kind of wrap up. So another one is having a trophy room. So that's this really cheesy kind of, um, title for a simple but effective concept, which is like, keep track of the things that you're proud of, the things that you consider accomplishments, the things that truly bring you joy, you know, whether it's, you know, your walks are normally five miles, but then yesterday you walked seven or whether it's you climbed Mount Rainier or, you know, you made a fancy meal for yourself and normally you only cook for other people and, you know, stuff like that. Like whatever it is that you are proud of that brings you joy because you made it happen. Like that's what the, the idea of a trophy room is. And, it's just a place to like write those things down or, or put pictures of those things or just acknowledge those things somehow so that you can look back on it and be like, yeah, like I did do that. And yeah, that did make me happy or yeah, I did accomplish that. And that is pretty cool. You know, that kind of stuff. And it can just help you recognize that you do wonderful things in life all the time. And that's something important to remember. Um, the last thing that I will say before we kind of wrap up here is collecting quotes um people you know it's it's amazing how much information and inspiration is out there and whether it's you know writing down scripture or whether it's remembering words of encouragement that your friends told you or whether it's you know a quote from somebody you have a lot of respect for or you know an idea that you got from a book or like it just goes on and on but collecting quotes can be something that is really um, just kind of cool and useful, inspiring, encouraging, like whatever it is. Um, but it's something that is one of the many things that you can do in your notebook. Um, so yeah, so that is my list of just some of the very many options that you have in how you can use a notebook or do different things in your notebook. Um, 
in order to kind of enjoy that process and to just do whatever works for your brain and for your, you know, heart. Um, the other things I wanted to say before wrapping up is that, you know, like I mentioned before, it doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be a certain length. That is super important. It's not like you have to do it every day. It's not like you have to write pages and pages. You know, I, I personally, I'm a writer just naturally. I can be kind of long-winded. And so there are days where I'll write, you know, in my journal, I'll write one paragraph one day and then I'll write like five pages the next day. And it's just whatever works for your brain works for your brain. And like, that's it. Like that you don't have to do anything that doesn't work, you know, do, do what works. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, another thing I'll say is like the bullet point thing, like having some sort of just like jotting down real quick method is effective for most people. I won't say everyone because I can't speak for everyone, but you know, whether you're a super concise person, whether you're a very long winded person, whether you're a busy person, whether you, you know, it doesn't matter, like having this like, like method where you just let it out, jot it down can be extremely effective, especially if you do something as simple as having like a little key where you have symbols that mean different things. Don't make it overly complicated, but Possibly that helps you kind of identify what's going on there. So maybe, you know, an arrow is an event and a dot is a thought and a plus sign is a feeling and, you know, an exclamation point is something that's really important. Having this like simple key where you're able to like write all these things down and then like have that that key as reference so that visually you can look at it and your brain can go, oh, okay, you know, I have these different feelings going on. I have these different projects I want to work on. I have these different priorities. Like it helps you organize those things that can be very, very helpful. Um, and you can also, you know, describe events that way. Right. So like if you have, um, you know, like the 4th of July is coming up. If you had this big 4th of July party and you had a great time, you don't have to write pages of that. You could just write, Oh, you know, so-and-so, did this or treated us to all these fireworks and this was the food we had and this was like the silly joke that happened and you can just do like these little bullet points and and summarize your experience that way and that can be very useful um so yeah i mean if if i recommend anything obviously like i said take it or leave it do what works but if i recommend anything it's the the brain dumping process right just the no hold bars just letting it all out um, and allowing yourself to just kind of vent and release is definitely my top recommendation because it can have a really positive impact on your mental and emotional health. Um, so yeah, that is everything for today. I know this episode was definitely longer than I expected it to be, but I greatly appreciate that you guys stuck it out with me and that you are here listening that just means so much to me so I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and um, I will hopefully be releasing a couple more episodes shortly I apologize that there was such a delay um, in this episode work was just crazy busy and so I had a lot going on but um, it is summer now and I'm going to try to be much more diligent about um, my podcast schedule and just so you know, um, in future episodes, we'll be doing a combination of things or just kind of rotating through different things. So one of them is kind of doing the, like you experienced before with the power of choice, just doing large kind of overviews of different, um, 
psychology concepts and different things that affect your mindset the other ones the other episodes are going to be kind of like this one where it's we're really honing in and focusing on a particular coping skill why that coping skill exists how to apply that coping skill so we'll just kind of have episodes like this where it's just very like this is what you can do and this is why it can help um and then hopefully we are also i'm very excited about this we're also going to have interviews eventually where um we will have other guests on the show and they will talk about their experiences and what they've learned and things that they have a lot of wisdom on or you know knowledge on and it's going to be such a pleasure to be able to share this platform with others and have you be able to listen to what other people have to share and hopefully that will help you as well so that's what you can expect from this podcast moving forward and um thank you for listening and i will talk to you guys again soon. Okay. Bye.